This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Ignite Your World Ministries and the Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Joe's Meats and Deli for their underwriting support for this program. Joe's Meats and Deli, located at the Bridge Plaza on the corner of Westmoreland and Port St. Lucie Boulevard in downtown Port St. Lucie. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. i got to watch my heart because the issues of life flow out of my heart i got to guard my heart because the issues of life flow out of my heart. All the issues of life. Remember Samson? He was the Terminator in the Bible. He plucked his, eye, plucked his eyes out and he said, I'll be back. Remember that? Samson. Strongest man to ever live on the face of the planet. But how many of you know there's nothing in Scripture that ever tells us that he looked like the Terminator? There's nothing in scriptures that says he had giant shoulders and big muscles and and huge legs. There's nothing in the Bible that says he was eight foot tall. By all accounts of scripture, he looked like somebody that never went to the gym. By all accounts of scripture, he probably looked more like a Barney Fife. Come on. I mean, let's just be real this morning. I mean, if we're going to interpret scripture, let's read it what it says. His strength was not in his muscles. If his strength was in his muscles, then the Philistines would have been obvious to the Philistines. That's where his strength comes from. But obviously, they didn't know where his strength came from, so he evidently he didn't have big muscles. They were perplexed. Where does he get all this strength? How does he do it? In other words, he didn't walk around looking like the Terminator. I'm going to kill the Philistines. That's not what he was doing, amen? He was an ordinary man who had an extraordinary covenant with God. He had a covenant with God. But I mean, you know, what happened to him is he got offended in his heart because he got angry when he went to go get his wife. The Philistines had already taken her and married her off to a Philistine. And he got offended in his heart. And he became angry at the Philistines. And he let that offense begin to live on the inside of him instead of the dream of God. And he did what he did when the Spirit of God came upon him because he hated the Philistines. Hmm? Come on, Amen. I mean, God can use you and use the giftings on your life even when you got the wrong motivation. Amen. Oh, yeah. For a season. For a season, He can do that. That's why if you were mad yesterday and you had success today, don't think that means that God approves of how you were living yesterday. Amen. You just happen to be under His grace. Because for a season, the momentum of your life will carry you. But if you continue to do what you do over and over and over again, there'll come a time when you'll lose what motivates you to your dream. And your dream will die on the inside of you. You have to get up and walk outside and shake yourself like Samson did and discover that there's no anointing on your life. Ooh, I don't want to be there. So when Delilah comes along, and listen, there's nothing in the Bible that tells us that she was a beautiful woman. 
For all we know, she was ugly. I'm just, let's just be real. If we're going to interpret Scripture, let's read it. There's nothing in the Bible that says she was beautiful. And there's absolutely nothing in the Bible that tells us that they were ever having sex together. Go read it. But you know what Samson was after with her? It wasn't necessarily sex. Samson was after somebody that would give him attention and give him affirmation and give him comfort and make him feel special. He was after what we're all after. Affirmation. If you weren't here Wednesday night, you missed an awesome, awesome message on affirmation. He was after affirmation. So when he would come home from the battle, rather than learning how to draw his strength and his affirmation from God, whom he had a covenant with, he was willing to lay his head in the lap of a Delilah and let her caress his hair and tell him how wonderful he was and how brave he was and how strong he was and how great he was. Listen to me. You've got to learn to draw your affirmation from God. If you're not drawing your affirmation from God and you're getting it from another human being, your downfall is coming. See, Samson didn't guard his heart. He had a powerful calling. Samson had a powerful anointing. He had an unguarded heart. And because his heart was unguarded, Delilah kept coming to him and said, I want to know the secret. Tell me your secret. I want to know what the secret is. Tell me the secret. Tell me the secret. I want to know what your secret is. Samson, tell me the secret. Samson, you're so strong and brave. Tell me your secret. Tell me the secret. What's the secret? Listen. Listen to me very carefully. Everybody listen to me very carefully. You don't give your secrets to people that do not have your heart. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you give your secrets to people that do not have your heart. Young people, you listen to me. You don't give your secrets to somebody that comes up and just temporarily wants some physical gratification to appease you or to pleasure you. You don't give them your secrets. Mamas, daddies, you don't give your secrets to other people that suck up to you and claim to be your friend and claim to be there on your side. Delilah didn't have his heart. What she had was a need. And all she wanted was his secrets. She wanted his secrets. Tell me the secret. Tell me the secret. Come on, Samson. Let me have the secret. Give me the secret. Hmm? And finally he said to her, the secret's my hair. The secret is my hair. But I mean, no, it really wasn't his hair. The hair was just an outward manifestation of an inward covenant that he made with his heart. He had a covenant in his heart with God. The hair was the outward manifestation of that. So he told her the source of his strength was his covenant with God. And when he was willing to disregard his covenant with God, when he was willing to set all that stuff aside, his heart became unexposed and he found the source of his anointing cut off. Hmm? His heart was unguarded. His heart was unguarded. Listen, there are dreams that have not been birthed in people because people did not guard their hearts. There are many of you in this room today, you have got a significant call of God on your life. But because you haven't been guarding your heart, your dream hasn't been birthed. It's lying there dormant. And if you don't reverse it, 
the curse from not guarding your heart will kill the dream. This is serious stuff, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't that God hasn't visited you or God didn't anoint you or God didn't birth something in you. It was that they, you don't guard your heart. Guarding your heart is so important. I mean, oh, God's looking for somebody in this place this morning that he can impregnate with a promise. But he wants you to protect the promise. Come on, when you get pregnant, you change the way you live. You begin to take care of your body. You protect the womb. You protect the baby. You watch what you eat. You watch your blood pressure. You get plenty of rest. You protect the promise. Did you know that Psalms 37, 4 says this, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. I used to think, well, that man, if I just focus on God and give God all my attention and I worship God and I praise God, then God's going to give me whatever I want. Hmm? But that's not what God's talking about in that scripture. God says, if you delight yourself in me, if you find your joy in me, if you find your strength in me, if you find your peace in me, if you let me become the solution to all of your problems and let me take care of everything that you have need of and you put your heart with my heart and you begin to delight in me, then I will give you the very desires in your heart. I'll put those desires in you. I'll give you desires. And your desires will be my desires. And my desires will be your desires. And then you will be focused on the path of your life. And you'll live the dream. Come on, somebody. How many of you know, and listen to this. You might not have never heard this preached before. But how many of you know until you have desire, there's no faith? Faith can't work without desire. You all kinds of people naming and claiming stuff that they don't even want. That's why they don't get what they don't want. Come on, amen. Come on, I'm going to wait on some of you. Some of you are worth it. Faith can't work without desire. Say that with me. Faith can't work without desire. That's why Mark eleven twenty three 23 says, Whatsoever things you desire. And eleven twenty four 24 says, Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have what you believe for, what you ask for. Whatsoever things you desire. So what do I receive? I receive what I'm desiring. I get what I'm desiring. How do I know what to desire? Well, when I delight myself in God, He puts in me what I desire. God, it just makes so much sense to me. Does that make sense to you? You sitting there this morning and say, Well, Pastor, I don't have a dream. Well, guess what? You ought to be the loudest person in the church then. When it's time for praise and worship, you ought to be praising God like you ain't never praised Him. When it's time for worship, you ought to be down at the altar, jumping up and down. Because the more you delight yourself in God, the more you give Him your attention, the more you make your life about Him, the more desires He'll put in your heart. And then all of a sudden, you'll have a dream. So can I just tell you, if you ain't got a dream, it's because you haven't been delighting yourself in God. Listen, the moment you delight yourself in Him, the more He'll pour into you the very desires of your heart. That's His nature. And then you'll begin to walk like He walks, talk like He talks, go where He went, believe the way He believes, do what He did. Isn't that awesome? Somebody say, praise the Lord. Lord. One man's dream becomes everybody else's experience. Write that down. One man's dream becomes everybody else's experience. I don't know if any of y'all were around back in the 1970s, but in the 1970s, and through the late 60s, they started building Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Remember that? And in the process of building it, Walt Disney died. He never saw it completed. And later after it was finished, they had this big dedication ceremony. And one of the state representatives from the state of Florida got up. And he said this to the crowd of all the people there to dedicate Walt Disney World. He said, sure would be nice 
if Walt was here to see this. At the end of his speech, and he sat down. Well, Walt Disney's widow got up a few people later, and she got up, and she started talking, and she said, no disrespect to this gentleman that said, wouldn't it be nice if Walt Disney could see this? She said, can I just tell all of you here, all of you are seeing this and experiencing this because he did see it. He dreamed it first. I mean, there wouldn't be a Disney World if Walt Disney didn't dream it. Hmm. If you didn't see it, we wouldn't be experiencing it. Hmm? See, what you don't understand, and this is something that we have got to get because we are so selfish in our nature. We've got to understand this and get this in our heart. We have to understand that our dream is not for us. Our dream is for everybody else. That's why God gives you dreams, because God loves everybody else. And He wants to do something through the dream that He puts in you. Your dream ain't for you, so you can say, I dreamed a dream, and I built this, and I did that, and I got my name on this bridge, and my name on that building. I I left a legacy. No, 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 no. It's not about your legacy. It's about God's legacy. It's about what God's done. So God puts a dream in you, so you can dream the dream, not for you, but for everybody else, so they can experience the dream that God put in your heart. If you're willing to see that today, come on. And now, we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, There's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. If you're willing to see the dream that's on the inside of you today become a reality, then guess what? People in the future are going to enjoy it. Come on, we had to have a dream to be over here today. We wouldn't be here, amen? We don't just have a school because somebody said, hmm, that's a good idea, let's have a school. No, 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 no. When I was seven years old on, on Jenny Drive in the garage and my mom was gathering up all the neighborhood kids and putting a puppet stage in the garage and doing little puppet shows and preaching Jesus to everybody in the neighborhood, she got a dream that one day she would have a school and in that school she would preach Jesus and give kids a good quality education. How many of you know today, 20 years later, 30, 40 years later, we're living the dream. There's a school here because somebody had a dream. There's a school here and kids by the hundreds have been touched and families by the hundreds have been touched. For the last eight years, we've been impacting lives because some one person had a dream. And now everybody that's experiencing this dream is being blessed by the dream that one lady had. Come on, are you seeing that this morning? What you're dreaming today is going to become somebody else's experience. What's on the inside of your heart today, if you'll guard your heart, if you'll stay faithful, will bless the next generation of people with what God wants to give them. And then in return, they'll start dreaming dreams. And they'll have big visions to do great things for the kingdom of God. Because God wants to do great things, and He wants to put great things in our hearts. Oh, I wish somebody would shout this morning. 
That's why God's looking for people that will dream things that have never been dreamed and do new things that have never been done and begin to ask things that have never been asked for. Remember when Jesus was with his disciples and he said, y'all go on across the lake. I'm going to go over here and pray for a while. Remember that? They get out in the middle of the lake and a storm comes up and the wind's blowing and the waves are going. All of a sudden, here comes Jesus walking on the waves. Up and down, up and down. Peter, James, and John, and all the other disciples look out there and they're oh, it's a ghost. Peter looks out there and he says, is that Jesus? Is that Jesus? Oh, I love Peter. Come on, how many of you love Peter? Hmm? Bible says, but Peter. Somebody say, but Peter. But Peter. Peter, you know, Peter was just, he always stuck his foot in his mouth. If you, you know, if you were here for the, when we went through the book of Mark, that's one thing we learned about Peter. He was always answering questions that nobody was asking, and he was always sticking his feet in his mouth. You know what I mean? He's always out ahead of whatever you're supposed to be doing, and, and people pick on Peter a lot, but I like Peter. Come on, how many of you like Peter? Come on, I'd rather preach to a church full of Peters that you have to settle down a little bit than trying to resurrect everybody on a Sunday. Amen. I'd rather be trying to settle you down some than trying to get you to wake up. Somebody say, but Peter. But Peter. <laughs> Peter was nuts, man. Is that you, Jesus? Is that you on the water? And notice what he says. Jesus, if that's you, if that's really you, tell me to come to you and I'll come to you. And Jesus said, whoa. All right, come on. Come on. <laughs> and Peter gets out of the boat, and he starts walking on the water. You know what that tells me? That Peter walking on the water wasn't God's idea. It was Peter's. Peter dared to dream the dream. Peter was the only fool on the boat that thought he could actually walk on water. Peter actually got out of the boat. The rest of them are going, oh, it's a ghost. Come on, are you seeing this this morning? He said, Jesus, if that be you, tell me to come to you and I'll come. And Jesus said, oh, okay, come. Come on then. He said, Jesus, if you are who I think you are, come on somebody, if it's really you, if you're really the Son of God, if you're really the Messiah, if you really be the one, the one that we're supposed to be following, if you're the, really the one that, that has the call of God, then give me permission to do what's never been done before and I'll do it. And Peter got out of the boat and stepped on water like it was on solid ground. Come on, amen. Jesus said, ooh, I ain't never seen faith like that before. Peter's idea. Peter brought it up to Jesus. Somebody say it was Peter's idea. Can I just say this to you? If the horse you're riding on is dead, dismount. Because you ain't going nowhere. Get off that thing and mount up on something else. And get moving with your dream. Get moving. I believe God's looking for people at Truth Church that are willing to ask Jesus, God, Jesus, is that you? Do you really want me to go down there to Friday Fest and stand on the corner with a poster board that just says Jesus loves you to all the thousands of people that are walking around drinking beer? Do you really want me to do that, Jesus? Jesus, is that you out there?
do you, do you really want me to take some Bible courses online and, and learn more about you and really take five hours out of my week and study? You really want me to do that? Jesus, is that you? Come on, somebody, help me, amen. Jesus, if you are who you say you are, if you've called the way you say you've called, and if you want me to do what you want me to do, then, then Lord, take me some places that I've never been. Let me, let me see some miracles I've never seen. Let me do some things that have never been done. Jesus, if that's you. Lord, let me have a breakthrough like I've never had before. On the inside of each and every one of us, God has put a dream. The heart of man is the place of conception. The place where God impregnated your spirit with a destiny. And it's far beyond anything you can imagine. He's wanting you to take the compass of your life and just say, okay, I'm going. Lord, if you want me to go north, I'll go north. If you want me to go south, I'll go south. I'm going. I'm going to live this dream. I'm going to live this dream, and I'm going to walk by faith. I'm getting out of the boat. I'm going to do things that have never been done. Lord, I thank you for the vision. I thank you for dreams hope for the future. Lord, I thank you that every individual in this house this morning, God, has been uniquely designed to be an incubator of your purpose. Father, I give you praise right now, God, that every believer in this house, God, that they begin to start using a compass instead of a roadmap for their life. They begin to step by faith into the things that you have for them. Lord, that when they walk into a room, people will look and say, here comes that dreamer. Here comes that dreamer. Here comes that dreamer. Thank you for the vision. Thank you for the dream. If you'd say to me, Pastor, I haven't been living the dream. I've just been living life. Been living instinctual just been living however I feel and if I feel like doing this I do this if I feel like going here I go here if I feel like sitting down I sit down if I feel like talking I talk I've just been living life by whatever comes to mind instinctually and I haven't been living my life by faith that the desires of my heart truly aren't your desires they're just my selfish desires so I can get what I want and do what I want when I want But Lord, that's over for me this morning. Lord, that's over for me. I want my heart to be your heart. And I want my desires to be your desires. And I want my dreams to be your dreams. Lord, so that I can be full. So that I can be poured out. As a vessel and honor to you. Come on, if that's your heart this morning and that's your prayer, then right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for those people. 
change their hearts this morning. Change their hearts towards you. Make the dream come alive. And I just declare that in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. Pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. I'm Robert Cook, pastor of Joy Faith Christian Center, encouraging you to join me each weekday morning, Monday through Fridays at 7 a.m. here on WCNO 89.9 FM for the Positive Change broadcast.
Thank <laughs> you.